Greetings, everyone. You're listening to the Career Quest podcast, created out of the Work Integrated Learning and Career Education Center. I'm your host, Megan Harker. We will explore and discuss a variety of topics relating to inspirational stories of Northwest students, work relevant skills for today's workforce, insights into organizations and their hiring practices, employment and labor market trends, and much, much more. We want to support students by maximizing empowerment through education and experience. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, CareerQuest listeners. This is Megan Harker, career coach with the Career Education Center. And today's episode, we are going to be discussing interviewing with confidence. When you're interviewing for job opportunities, it's important to prepare. This will increase your confidence and the quality of your responses to the interview questions. Being prepared will increase your chances of success receiving a job offer. Take time to prepare and make the best possible impression at every interview you attend. These interview tips and techniques that we're going to chat about today will help you improve your interview skills and hopefully allow you to be successful in an interview and get a job offer. So we're going to start off by talking about how to prepare for an interview and the pre-interview stage. So I always let students know that when you're out there and you're starting to apply for jobs with your marketing tools, your resume and your cover letter, and you're sending those out to employers and applying on specific job opportunities and competitions, I always set the expectation that it can usually take anywhere from two weeks to sometimes two months before you get a response back from an employer. And the reason is surrounding the time it takes to review and process all the applications that they receive for one opportunity and one posting that they have. And again, every organization's process is different. Sometimes there's a sense of urgency, so they're needing to fill that position right away. In that instance, it might only take a week or two weeks before you hear back from an employer Typically, when you hear back, you'll receive an email notification saying that we've received your resume and your cover letter. We've reviewed your application. We would like to invite you in for a formal interview. Sometimes you receive a phone call and that can be from anyone within the organization. It can be a uh, human resources assistant. It can be the manager of the area, a team lead. It can be anybody that is in that position where they are contacting potential applicants and candidates for the role. Another thing that can happen is you can get what we like to call a pre-screen interview. So what that consists of is a series of questions that let the employer learn more about a candidate before they conduct a more formal extensive interview. So the pre-screen questions ask the candidate more information around their career goals, job preferences, abilities, and knowledge. The questionnaire is for candidates that have been shortlisted. So the resumes and applications have been reviewed and uh, they determine that you are a candidate that they would like to consider bringing in for the formal interview. So it allows them the ability to screen out candidates who were not a good fit for the open opportunity as well. This can be done over the phone. 
uh, you can receive an email. What I've been hearing from students that have been job searching in the last year, some organizations have streamlined their processes and they're sending a survey. So it can be a brief survey. And again, these questions are usually around uh, availability, salary expectations. In some instances, if they call you over the phone, maybe they just want to hear how they how you sound. They want to see how professional you are, how you conduct yourself. Sometimes that's why they make the phone call as well. And it is a part of the screening process. So once you get past all of those steps, yay, it's super exciting. I have just received an invitation to go to an interview. Not only is it exciting, it's extremely stressful because you start to feel that pressure. It's mounting. You're like, oh, oh, okay. So now I really need to make some considerations. I need to thoroughly research the organization. I can't stress this enough. It's so important to go online and research the company, learn more about the company, look up their website, take note of the mission statement and the values, the company culture, and any other factors that could help you deliver a more targeted response to the questions that they're going to be asking you. You can also look at the company's social media accounts and any recent news to gather more information. The more information you arm yourself with, the more successful you're going to be when they ask that question. And I can almost guarantee they will ask you, what do you know about our organization? Why do you want to work here? If you also know the name of the interviewer, take some time to research them too. Look for information about them on uh, the company website or search for their professional networking profile. Uh, learning about the interviewer can help you make a more personal connection. And also to that point as well, I do feel like a lot of employers will also be looking up your information online. So something to be mindful of to make sure that you have a professional presence online because a lot of employers do. They'll Google you before they bring you in for that interview. And sometimes the findings will determine whether or not they actually interview you for the position. So it's, it's really key to make sure that your digital footprint and your online presence is professional and reflecting you in the best light. If you have the opportunity to ask whomever is coordinating or setting up the interview, is this going to be a one-on-one -on -one interview? Is it going to be a panel interview? Who will be in attendance? Who is interviewing me for this position? It's always good to have that information ahead of time if you can. That way you can better prepare yourself. Another part of preparing for the interview is, is thinking about the organization and thinking about how your skills, education, and experience are a fit for the specific role that they're recruiting for. And in doing that, in thinking a little more in depth about how you fit into that bigger picture will only help you when you're developing your responses for the interview questions and speak to those different strengths that you offer by telling stories about how you have demonstrated them in the workplace. Prepare, think about all of the different commonly asked interview questions and connect with one of us in the Career Education Center. Set up interview preparation appointment. Get a mock interview done. 
There's so much you can learn by going through those processes and improving your interview skills because they are a skill. And not to worry, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the different types of interview questions and some methods around answering those different types of interview questions as well. Choose your interview attire ahead of time. So the day before, uh, the night before, choose what you will wear so you don't feel rushed. This is the last thing you want on the day of the interview, thinking to yourself, oh, what should I wear? Should I wear this shirt? No, not loving that shirt. And then it just, it causes unnecessary stress. You don't want to do that to yourself on the day of the interview. You want to eliminate as much uh, stress as you possibly can. If you're unsure of the dress code at the company, it's always best to dress more professionally to make a good impression. So general rule of thumb, I would say business casual is a good way to go. And if you're wanting more information about what that is, I highly recommend you connect with um, myself or one of my colleagues out of the Career Education Centre. And we can sit down with you and do a one-on-one -on -one consultation and talk more in-depthly about that. Another thing I recommend is have copies of your resume and cover letter as well as your references ready. Ensure that they are dated copies, just in case there are multiple interviewers. I always say print them out and bring them with you. Have them in a folder. Uh, if you attend a virtual interview, have an electronic copy ready in the event they request your references at the end of the interview once it concludes. So prepare specific examples of your work. The interviewer will likely want to see examples of your work. Prepare examples such as a portfolio or think of specific work uh, that you can describe, okay? Create a list of questions that you can ask the interviewers as well. At the end of the interview, the hiring manager or um, the team lead or whomever is interviewing you will likely ask if you have any questions. Have a few questions prepared to show that you're interested, engaged, in the job and the organization. Reread the job description and review the company's website to craft thoughtful questions that can help you learn more. Appropriate questions, I'll touch on that a little bit later in this episode. Just some quick tips. Arrive early. Make sure you're 10 to 15 minutes early to make a good first impression. Plan your route to the interview location and check for possible traffic so you can arrive on time. Give yourself enough time. This is so important. Showing up late, you've basically put yourself out of the running unless you have a really good excuse and even then still. So if you're using public transport, check for multiple routes and schedules. If you can, travel to the location the day before just to ensure you know how to get there. Treat everyone with respect. You're likely gonna meet multiple different people before your interview that work for the company. And it's important to treat everyone with respect to make a positive impression overall. If the hiring manager asks for feedback about you from the employees at the front desk, you can be confident in knowing that you are friendly and, and professional in all of your interactions. Observe workplace dynamics. So if you end up going in person for the interview, when you arrive, you can spend your extra time observing how current employees interact with each other. Since you might work there in the future, it's helpful to learn more about the workplace dynamics and the atmosphere. Kind of pick up on the vibe. 
If most employees seem to show you open, positive body language, it's a good sign that the environment is a good place to be, right? And that's what we all want as we go out into the world of work. We want to work for an organization and within a team that fosters positive collaboration. Nobody wants to go to a place every day where they're not feeling great about where they work and the people they work with. So that's that's a big thing too, for you to assess as a potential candidate. Not only are you going into the interview and they're going to be asking you questions about how your skills, education, and qualifications are a good fit, but you're also assessing and evaluating, is this the right place for me? Keep your answers concise. Since you have limited amount of time during the interview, deliver thoughtful but concise responses that clearly answer the question. So make sure all of your answers provide value and show the hiring manager or the team lead, whomever is interviewing you, why you are a good fit for the position. Practice your answers before the interview. I can help you to stay on track and I'll give you some, some good tips and tricks on how to do that later on. Deliver positive answers. If you have had a negative experience with a previous employer, giving positive answers show that you can overcome challenging conflict situations. If you're feeling discouraged about your current job, focus on talking about what you've gained from that experience and what you want to do next. It's always good to put a positive spin on negative situations, which, which can occur in the workplace. Reference your accomplishments. So I always use the term strengths-based storytelling. Employers wanna know how you can bring value to their company. In your answers, talk about specific achievements or accomplishments to show how you can contribute to the open role. Relate your skills to the responsibilities in the job description to provide even more value. So again, taking that time to thoroughly review the job posting, some of them have plentiful information, like there's, they're, they're, they're quite comprehensive, you have a lot to work with, whereas others don't have as much, but by conducting that research, looking at the organization's website, collecting all that information, and then reviewing the job posting, potentially even looking at other job postings that are similar in nature, will give you a better understanding of what the role is, okay? I'm also going to follow it up with some tips for after the interview. You can continue to make a good impression after the interview concludes by following some of these tips. Now, you don't have to do this. It's within your comfort level, and sometimes you just have to read the situation. You have to determine whether or not this is appropriate. You can send a thank you note or email. I've always suggested doing this. You have to really ensure that your intention in doing this is simply just to thank them. Okay, it's not to ask, have you made a final decision yet? Or are things at? Really, it's solely for the purpose of just thanking them for their time and consideration of your candidacy. Follow up at the right time. So timing is important as well. So if you are going to take that extra step, ensure that the, ti the timing works. In the interview, as it concludes, you can also ask them the question, 
When do you anticipate making the final hiring decision? And will I be notified? That's always a good opportunity for you to kind of get an expectation of when they are going to uh, make that decision and uh, whether or not you'll be contacted. Sometimes organizations won't contact you. Just contact the successful candidate, which is quite common. In some instances, they'll send you an automated email saying, thank you so much for applying for this opportunity. We went with another candidate. Some organizations have the practice where they will call you over the phone. And in the event they do, I also make the recommendation to ask them if there is anything that you could have improved upon in the interview process. This is a great opportunity for you to get some feedback directly from that employer. So why not seize the opportunity? Keep an open connection and send that thank you note or email. My tip is one day after the interview, that's typically when you would send that thank you note. If you have questions that you were not able to ask during the interview, you can include them in your email as well. Okay, so now that we've gone over a bit of an overview as it relates to the interviewing process, I want to talk about virtual interviews versus in-person interviews. If you have a virtual interview, it's important to do the following. Test your connection, ensure that your audio and video work, use technology that you feel comfortable with. If you get an invitation for a Zoom, make sure that you take the time to familiarize yourself with the Zoom platform. Check your camera angle. Use lighting and a background that looks professional. Even though you're at home, it's still important to dress the part. So ensure that you have professional attire for the interview. Minimize the distractions as much as possible. I know it's a challenge sometimes at home, We've got pets, family, noises in the background that are going on outside. Try to find a quieter space that's conducive to the interview so that you can focus on presenting your best self. Be conscious of your posture and your nonverbal cues. Even though you're on a video call, it's important to still sit up straight uh, make sure that you are giving your attention to the screen and obviously want to try and practice before the actual interview. So that's a virtual interview. The next thing I'd like to talk about are the different stages of an interview. Whether you are in person or virtual, there are usually various different stages that will unfold in the course of an interview. Not to say that every single organization conducts their interviews the exact same way, but this is typically the various stages that you will experience in a, in a most common interview. The first stage is the introduction. This is a very critical part of the interview because although short, it's where you're making your first impression. Good body language, uh, steady eye contact. One of the common customs in an interview is to be a, a good handshake. That first time you greet the employer, now, obviously, being that we're in the midst of a pandemic, I don't know if this is going to be a common practice. But before, it definitely was, and uh, usually it was a big tell. Having that physical contact, how you shake a hand, and it's always good to have a nice firm handshake. All of this is being displayed within that first couple seconds and minutes 
sometimes you're going to have some some small talk uh, on informal topics like the weather or how did you find parking and really that discussion is to gauge your your spontaneity and and your personal interests so it's you're you're building a rapport with the interviewer okay the next stage of the interview is is the exchange of information this is where you are having to tell the interviewer about your skills, training, and experience. The employer is basically assessing, can you do the job and fulfill the requirements? Will you fit within the team dynamic? Do you have the right personality and attitude? And are you reliable? Are you going to stick around? Preparation and practice will definitely pay off during this portion of the interview which will be the longest part, right? This can be anywhere from 20 to 45 minutes, and in some cases longer, depending on the organization. Most interviewers will ask good open-ended questions that will allow you to give information about your background. Sometimes you'll get asked various different types of questions that are broken into different categories. So I'd like to talk a little bit about the different types of interview questions. I know it would be awesome for all of us to have a crystal ball and know exactly what the hiring manager or the team lead or whomever is interviewing us, all those questions. But unfortunately, we don't have that information. Going into an interview, you don't know what the interviewer's style is. Some organizations have various different processes and how they conduct the interviews and the different types of questions that they ask. Every, every hiring manager or recruiter has a different way of going about interviews. However, you can research the most commonly asked interview questions and at least get your brain in the mode of, of answering those different types of interview questions. So let's talk about general interview questions. So these are typically, I'll give you some examples. Usually when an interview starts, the interviewer will prompt you and say, Please tell me about yourself. And what is it that you think they want to know when they prompt you? I'll tell you. They want to know about how you are a good fit for the position. So you want to tell them about your value as a candidate. Explain to them the education that's relevant to the position that you possess, any experience or transferable skills. Talk a bit about your strengths as a candidate as well. That's usually what they want to hear when they prompt you. So that is a general interview question. More general interview questions are, why do you want to work here? What are your greatest strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are some of your greatest achievements? There's a long list of commonly asked general interview questions. And if this is something that you're wanting to connect with the Career Education Center on, and like I said earlier, have that one-on-one -on -one appointment with us, I highly recommend that. Then we can get all the resources to you that you will need so that you can prepare. So the next interview question is uh, behavioral. This is to assess your character and specifically how you have approached potential challenging conflict situations. They want to better understand how you respond and react and, and deal with those situations in the workplace. A very common behavioral question is, tell me about a time 
you had a conflict with a coworker, customer, client, supervisor, what happened and how did you deal with it? So we coach students to use the STAR methodology when answering these types of questions. And this is a really great method to follow because it helps you frame your answers in a way that you're effectively able to touch on everything that you need to communicate to the employer. The STAR method of answering is uh, S for situation. So describe the challenge you encountered at work or school, who was involved. The next part of the method is the T for task. Explain your role in the situation. A stands for action. Detail the steps you took to address the situation. And then finally, R for the result. Describe what happened as a result of your actions. What was the outcome? And you want that to be a positive outcome. So think of different examples in the history of your work or school and, and come up with an example where you can demonstrate where you were able to work through that challenge and conflict situation. Now, there's a lot of other different types of behavioral interview questions that just so happens to be one of the most common. Another type of interview question, situational. Now, this is to allow you the opportunity to display your approach to specific scenarios and how you would handle it. The interviewer may ask, for example, to demonstrate your previous approach to such a scenario, okay? And sometimes in answering these questions, perhaps you haven't experienced these types of situations. So in that case, you can say, I've not experienced this, but if I did, this is how I would deal with that situation. Okay, so sometimes in answering a behavioral question, if you, you should have an example, but let's just say you don't, you can always respond saying, well, this is the process I would follow if I encountered this in the workplace. Other questions are more around like technical or competency based. So this basically is where they're asking you about the scope of work, the job details specifically. So this have a better understanding of, of your understanding of what exactly the job entails. So it can be around technical things like what is your experience working with a specific software in the health field? Uh, what is the process for working with this patient? So again, that's more around the work itself. Those are the various different categories of interview questions. There's no way to know what exactly they are going to ask you. Best to just prepare and feel confident in the ones that you've reviewed and practiced. So you've made it through the second stage, the exchange of information. Whew, take a deep breath because this was the most challenging part of the interview. The final stage of the interview is the closing. And this is where you'll have the opportunity to thank the interviewer for their time and consideration, wrap up the interview, find out when they're going to be making a final hiring decision, and have a list of appropriate and relevant questions prepared to ask the interviewer. Oftentimes they will say, do you have any questions for me? And that is a good time for you to bring forward any, any questions that you can clarify some aspects of the job or ask them open-ended questions around 
what does a typical day look like? What are some of the challenges of the position? So on and so forth. So this is your opportunity to glean some more insights and information from the employer. In the closing, it's also good to ask the interviewer for their contact information so that in the event you do decide to send a thank you follow-up, you have their contact details. Express your appreciation for the opportunity to interview and leave with a smile and a handshake, if again, a handshake is appropriate. Concluding the interview, now what happens? You wait, you wait to hear back, you send that thank you note if that's something that you feel you would like to do. And then you just continue on, applying for opportunities. The more interviews you attend, the more you're going to build your confidence and your interview skills. Even though you may potentially not get the opportunity, I hope you do, doesn't mean that it was a loss because you were able to go there and demonstrate your skills, your experience. The more practice you get, the better. So I'm gonna leave you with some final tips and some final thoughts around interviewing. Interviewing with confidence. Number one, dress the part. Look at pictures on social media and the company website to see what people wear in the office or at the organization. Dress a little bit better. Know the language. Look at other job descriptions for the same role and pick out key phrases that you should be able to talk to comfortably about. Study up on those as much as you can. Prepare your stories. Almost every question you are asked can be answered with a story. Are you ambitious? A poor answer would be yes. A great answer would be, yes, I'm ambitious in my last job, and then give that example. There's never a good time to give a grocery list of things that you're great at without backing it up with those examples that will give it so much more impact. Research the interviewers. Go online, research the organization, research who will be interviewing you. That will give you a greater perspective on what to expect, and then will help you answer some of those questions around what you know about the organization. Do some industry research. What industry and competitor trends can you speak to in the interview? The more informed you are, the better you're going to come across in the way of you're engaged, you have an, a general interest in the field, which I would hope you would, going into your occupational career path. Find employees or past employees on LinkedIn and ask them for interviewing advice. If you want to take it a step further, use your network. Let your personality out. Be yourself. Be authentically you. Obviously the most professional version of you, but the interview is a time to impress others. Make sure you are not guarded and careful in what you say and how you sit. That can come across as you're too reserved and closed off. It's just about whether or not you can do the job. It's a conversation. I tell students that all the time. You're just going in, you're sitting down, with other human beings and you're talking about how you may potentially fit into that role that they're currently recruiting for. Be yourself. Make a solid first impression. Smile. Have a positive attitude. Make eye contact with your interviewer or the interviewers. Extend that handshake if that's something that is a practice for that organization. Feel good that you've done the preparation and that you're ready to roll into the interview, feeling good about what your responses and your delivery is gonna be around those different interview answers. Know you're going to nail the tell me about yourself question. Really, this is, this is the opener. I always coach students and say, look, this is where you really need to kind of focus in on what you're going to say. 
You know that they're going to ask you to introduce yourself. So why not script out the best way of, of delivering that response? It's okay to be nervous. I get that you're nervous. Everyone that goes to an interview is nervous. Sometimes even the interviewers are nervous themselves. I facilitate and support and coach students about interviewing skills, and I get nervous when I attend them. Don't let your nerves dictate your ability to perform the interview. Prepare, practice, show up on time, and you're gonna do awesome. Just remember, be yourself, know your skills, tell your story, and at the end of the day, hopefully, you'll be the successful candidate. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Career Quest podcast, The Career Coaches Corner. We hope you enjoyed the content. Please remember to like and follow the Career Quest podcast on SoundCloud. If you're needing any support with resumes, cover letters, interviewing skills, career planning, everything and anything that relates to career and employment in your career journey, please connect with us in the Career Education Center at wilcec at norquest.ca.